This week on the Jock and Nerd Podcast, we review the third episode of WandaVision on Disney+, Plus. geek out over the first trailer for Godzilla vs. Kong, and wonder whether HBO can make Game of Thrones a thing again. All that and more in this edition of the Jock and Nerd Weekly for Monday, January 25th, 2021. Hey, what's up? It's Andy Dick. With all of the podcasts out there, how does Jock and Nerd show stand out? How does that stand out? It's the only podcast to feature a beef chow mein eating, grub hub ordering, couch surfing, comic book reading, three loco loving, ball scratching, funny foul mouth puppet name Rug Boy. Does that entice you? Because it entices me. Hello, listener. What's up? And welcome to the Jock and Nerd Podcast, where we give you comic book and superhero TV and movie news, reviews, and whatever we choose. Jock and Nerd. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the Chuck. And he's the nerd. And joining us is a dude who, true story, was conceived on the set of the hit 70s TV show, The Partridge Family. Come on, get happy. It's Rug Boy. What's up, Rugs? Yeah, I came out of Danny Bonaducci's asshole. <laughs> you are the product <laughs> of Danny Bonaducci's. Yeah, you shit me out. Yeah. That explains uh, a lot. Your no. messy hair and your complexion a little bit. I think. Did you watch Breaking Bonaducci? Uh, no, I didn't. Uh, that was like a show with Danny Bonaducci and like followed him around and this, he was in rehab and he had a troubled marriage. I watched him box somebody on celebrity uh, boxing. Yeah, that was celebrity boxing. <laughs> it didn't turn out too good for that guy. Anthony, this is our first Wednesday release. Does it feel like Wednesday? Anybody? Listener? I don't know. Well, it's not no, Wednesday when no, we're recording. No, but it's... It's not really Wednesday when we're exactly. I'm confused. What day is it? It's our first Wednesday debut, though. It's hump Day debut. Oh, yeah. We're now a Hump Day podcast, uh, listener. Talking nerd! Uh, and with that, look, we got a bunch of fun things to geek out about. Let's get to it. The Jock and Nerd Podcast. This kind of worked out brilliantly. We have a new episode of WandaVision. Yesterday, the first trailer for Godzilla vs. Kong. Geek boner. Released, like, before any football games, as we thought was going to happen. Early in the morning, they're just like, yeah. here, fuck it, take this. Uh, holy shit, Anthony. Dive in. What are your What are your thoughts? You know, I, I needed. I, I said last week that I wasn't as hyped because of the movie that preceded this one. But I, you know what? I, I needed a trailer, and, and I saw this trailer. We got one. And oh shit! At, at my core, I'm a kaiju fan. I'm a Godzilla fan. I'm a Kong fan, and I, I was perfectly fine with this trailer. I was actually uh, by the end of it, I was like. I'm ready to see this movie. Good thing it's only two months <laughs> I'm away. I'm pumped. Ah, yeah. I mean, me I, I have questions about like some of what's going on, and I have some theories. Mm -hmm. But overall, I mean, I had no problem with it. I know that we have, there's a little chat amongst some G fans, and there's some stuff about the music. I thought the music was fine. Oh, I yeah. That, everything was. I thought everything looked good. Um, 
I'm excited to see these guys throw down. And what's also um, you know, intriguing for me is there's a little bit of mystery as to why they're fighting and what's yeah, going on. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. there's kind of a hook there besides just let's just see these two icons punch each other. Which is enough to get people in the seats. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It got me. Honestly, the trailer is very well cut, put together. It got me totally. Geek boner. Pu- I was like, holy shit. But Kong just punched Godzilla in the fucking face. This is amazing. But I do remember the Godzilla King of the Monsters trailers. Those were also very good trailers. So it's a trailer. It's important that you temper your expectations. Yes. Number one. All right. So we've been disappointed by uh, Legendary's handling of Godzilla uh you know before but like let's put it in perspective here okay like uh the first 2014 a little long yeah okay but it did did it did something good it handled it seriously and you you got to see Godzilla in a way you never saw him before he beat the shit out of a couple of kai two kaijus at the same time and it was a little dark you couldn't see a lot you know and we needed to be more illuminated or whatever but still came out of that with like feeling okay the second movie, they kind of uh, dropped the ball. Like it was just, <laughs> it was a, it was a mess. But like you know what? They still, even though it was a fucking mess, they still set up a world. They still set up a universe where things could happen. They they tried to give fucking really stupid scientific explanations for you know animal uh, these kaiju having radiation and shit. They kept and, changing the names of the titans, yeah, or the mutos. Or now they have this like hollow earth thing. So there's like a they set up all this stuff to have temples to Godzilla and shit. So they even though they fucked a, a lot of stuff like simple stuff like stories and characters like up like you know they fucked that up, but they did add bring something to the table. So this one is a roll of the dice. This one is, <laughs> but on one hand though, in this trailer, just in this trailer, you can see that the CG is like they didn't skimp on it. Kong looks amazing. Everything looks great. Yeah. The art. I mean, some of it looks like you could take a still and it looks like a fucking painting. Absolutely. It looks like a fucking work of art. So, I mean, they didn't fuck around with art direction. The music. Yeah. That that fucking 90s. Like what's the deal? Oh, yeah. When it makes it seem like a Fast and Furious movies about that. But like Vin Diesel's going to come out a little bit. But it was it got me a little (laughs) pumped in that moment when you're like, Godzilla. he's like, yeah, But this is it. This is. Remember in Fast and the Furious 5 where The Rock and fucking Vin Diesel fight each other and shit? Yeah, this is that. This is this. That's what this is. It's just with monsters. I mean, the Batman versus Superman comparisons continue across the internet, obviously. But, you know, you talked about how dark that first movie is. This scene on the water is like during the sunset. It's, you know, it's it's overcast, but it's daylight. Uh, and then God, Kong jumping out of the way of Godzilla's flame from underneath is is pretty amazing. It's, it's that. It's, that's fucking Die Hard when he yes. jumps off the building. It's totally <laughs> Die Hard. He's like yippee ki motherfucker. Yeah, jumps off the fucking building. So this is a yeah. bunch of movies put together. Oh, yeah. Uh, Anthony, yeah. we found out Godzilla was king of the monsters in the last movie. All the monsters bowed out to him. I don't think Kong's on the same page as uh, the order here. It looks like. Clearly. Um, so I have some. I have a couple theories. And I do actually want to say one thing because uh, Rugboy brought it up and brought this to mind. You know, I, people have been like kind of shitting on the last movie, and although I agree it was a mess, it's not like Legendary's completely botched this whole thing. No. As, as rugs, like there are good things. It's not like they they're not trying and they're not treating this seriously. They've just kind of fumbled the ball in terms of like balancing everything, especially in this second movie. Yeah. So like the fact that people are like uh, like eh on this, 
you're you might not get much better just so you know <laughs> yeah so this is it th- this might be what you're getting yeah. and and if you're if i'm not saying you have to f- accept it but there isn't like other hands that know what they're doing with this right now just so so i just want to keep Put that I mean, there. I mean, people hmm. are, are pining away for Guillermo del Toro to do this, oh, yeah. which would be great. Yeah, but um, you know, I feel like they're trying to channel Pacific Rim a little bit, and from what I'm seeing in in some of this, I mean, are they moving with the same like slowness and like kind of like uh, the weight that we had in the in the first 2014 one? Maybe not. Uh, it's it looks a little bit like uh, sped up, like kind of almost like Pacific Rim Uprising. But mm. look. You can fuck up any movie. This movie could be a piece of shit. <laughs> All right. It could be. It could be. But at least it'll be a pretty piece of shit. Maybe. I don't know. It'll be a well CG'd piece of shit. No, the scenes in Tokyo with the neon lighting and you yeah. see both of them standing among the buildings. Holy shit. Yeah, I mean, you have you have that with the, the sunset, you know, and then Beautiful. the shot of like King Kong battling these like monsters with like on a prehistoric land it looks like skull island what are like those you said, what are those flying things i don't know we'll, we'll, they're we'll, called war bats war there you go bats. war bats the japan stuff looks like really i think visually very interesting um two theories i have so one it, as rugs mentioned last week spoiler alert hit that spoiler uh, button spoiler alert. oh no it's not i don't even think it's a spoiler anymore but go ahead yeah uh, yeah so it might be mecha godzilla so that so the reason the conflict might be happening is it's in the trailer mecha godzilla in one of the films disguises as, himself as godzilla so th- it could be the case where um mecha godzilla is again in this and disguises godzilla which is causing the conflict i wouldn't like that so much because it's kind of a bait and switch mm. what i'm but i i came up with this other theory ba- based on watching some stuff and remember at the last film, what's his face? The dude from uh, Game of Thrones. Oh, Dance, Charles, Charles Dance. Dance. Yeah. He has the Ghidorah um, head. Oh, that's right. He had one of them at so the what, end. What oh, I shit. think is happening oh, is, so we, we were st- established that Godzilla was like on the people's side, king of the monsters, whatever. I think he gets pissed off because he get, he senses that humans oh. are building a Mecha Godzilla and a Mecha oh. King Ghidorah. So they're fucking with nature and building these gigantic kaiju cyborgs, basically. Yeah, yeah. So he starts attacking humans, and that's why the people, like, there's stuff in the trailer, like, something's pro- like provoking Godzilla. We got to yeah, figure this yeah, out. Yeah. But the people are like, well, fuck Godzilla with the last chance we have because all the monsters are loyal to him is Kong. Kong. Oh, so they get shit. Kong. Okay. That's the conflict. And then we realize that the reason why Godzilla is attacking everyone is because Charles Dance's crew is building up these freaking, like, army of like oh, gigantic shit. robot Maybe monsters with, yeah, with I, I could add a little bit head. more to that i'll add okay. a little bit more to that Go ahead. so um uh i like that there's theories about dagon which is the the dead godzilla in the beginning of the first godzilla 2014 oh it's not the italian godzilla i thought no, it was the no, italian no, yeah he's no? <laughs> that dirty that dirty, that dirty dagon. dago uh, godzilla <laughs> He's cheating out the bodega. God, Godzilla in name only. <laughs> With uh, Ghetto Robo and Ramadan. So, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. So uh, what was I going to say? <laughs> so uh, at the beginning of the first Godzilla 2014, they find bones. with, with uh, th- That's where they find the, the uh, muto eggs, right? Yeah. That hatch into whatever, right? My theory is they take that skeleton and they build Mechagodzilla out of it like they do Kiryu from, you know, the – the, the Millennium series, which is the newer Godzilla, Mecha Godzilla. Uh, the bones of that, with Ghidorah's tissue, they create the cyborg, which is the Mecha Godzilla. And now it, we know it's a cyborg because 
Uh, it's Apex Cybernetics. Uh, um, that's the name of the co- the corporation. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's and, like the bad monarch. Yes, it's this bad evil monarch. monarch. Yes. Well, I don't know if they're evil, but they were creating these fucking things. <laughs> okay. But Godzilla's not just trashing everywhere. He's actually locating their bases oh, and destroying them. Oh, because shit. He, know, he sees that they're, for the wonder, they're desecrating uh, the bones of, of one of his. Yeah. And that uh, they're using, he senses Ghidorah. And they also have an orca on that fucking thing, too. Holy which shit. Is that, which is that machine that drives the kaiju crazy. Oh, right, right, so, right. The sound thing. Yeah. So I think it's those three things all rolled into one pissing off Godzilla. And that's why he's targeting now i don't know why kong is now a target either but uh that's that's a, more of a mystery to me than why godzilla's going apeshit i think that i could figure out why godzilla's going apeshit i don't know for sure but i don't know why they why are they moving kong on this raft why are they trying to take him to the hollow earth the little girl's got to be a part part of that yeah you know i think they're taking i think they're taking kong because to, to fight godzilla Right, but uh, no, and one of the the description that they just put out, yeah, was that they're moving him from to his true home, which is where he comes from, is the Hollow Earth. Oh, well, he's a Titan like them, right? Technically, yes. yes. Uh, there are two quick little clues that Mecha Godzilla will be in here. Did you guys catch those or see them on the internet? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think I saw the the first shot is him flying over. Right, right? in the beginning when they're, yeah. the people are rushing down the stairs and it's an upshot. Right. You see like a metal thing. And then there's a character shot. And behind them on the screen are like um, uh, a schematics. schematics. Yeah. And it looks like uh, Mecha Godzilla's feet. Yeah, and so all what you guys are saying, I thought Godzilla was being manipulated by someone, you know, to well, to that's be still bad. possible with yeah. the Orca. Oh, right. Yeah. So it's a it's a bunch of things combined. That X uh, found out that that X is made out of fucking one of Godzilla spikes. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's bad. I think that there's a shot. Uh, there's a shot of him, of Kong in Hollow Earth. Yeah, and he's standing on the skeleton of a Godzilla oh, that's glowing. Snap. So maybe he grabs the one of the spines from there and he makes the axe. That shit and is like Stormbreaker. That's like either that or he finds either that or he finds the axe in Hollow Earth and it's like been used to kill Godzilla's from the Kongs have been using that thing to kill Godzilla's forever. Wow, it was a uh, it's pretty pretty <laughs> exciting. Uh, it's fucking insane. It's trailer. so silly and yeah. so ridiculous. <laughs> But it's just, I mean, it's just as ridiculous as all the shit that we've seen from Japan like a thousand times. Like to deny the fact that like like all of these movies that we loved growing up are just as fucking ridiculous. I mean, they are. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. I mean, as long as it's fun, like the problem is, is like these Godzilla movies that have come out have been either one very, very long and been and gotten boring in parts or become uninteresting because they're centered on this human story. But if it's like all the fucking roller coaster of just fucking ass kicking and yeah. fucking just you're just holding your nuts because you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, shit. The whole time I'm going to be fucking loving it. And so uh, let's see what happens. Let them fight. <laughs> yeah, man. As long as long as long as it's fun and the human story is minimal, either not a drag. <laughs> yeah. Or just like barely interesting enough to get you to the next scene. Like I'm, we're, I'm cool with it. We I've dealt with. Plenty of terrible human stories in Godzilla. But there's a, they don't have to be bad. There's a way to make it meaningful and oh, yeah. leave it well, in. We're, sure. but that's, not, that's not happening. Nobody's we, trying we, that. Nobody we've already, to do that. We have to just all no, accept that that's not going to happen with this particular version. So I think what you said is, is the most accurate thing, Anthony. This is as close as you're going to get, fuckers. Enjoy it. Like, and stop making these movies all together. How about that? 
Yeah, unless like fucking Del Toro decides to do it and like uh whatever, maybe it'll be a it'll be more of a classic, you know, uh well done movie. Well look, we only have to wait two months, March twenty sixth, on HBO Max. This one directed by Adam Wingard. Uh, and returning cast and new people, uh, Alexander Skarsgård is new in this. Millie Bobby Brown coming back. Rebecca Hall is a new character. Brian Tyree Henry. Uh, and then uh, Kyle Chandler returning uh, and a couple other people. It's a huge cast. So man. you also see the kid from Deadpool 2, the, the kid with the fire powers. What's his name? The chubby yeah. kid. Julian Dennison. That's right. So is uh, Crouching Tiger, Tiger, Hidden Dragon Girl. Was Zhang? Oh, uh, she on this too? Yes, the, the, the Mothra. Twins or whatever are supposed to be in this, aren't they? I think. Yeah. Yeah. No. Well, what's her name? Her name is uh, Zhang Ji. Uh, yeah. Ah. Uh, so yeah, not not too long before we get to see that. That was kind of I'm exciting. Hyped. I'm hyped. I'm like, yeah. I I was I was all I needed was a trailer. Yeah. It just that basically unlocked it, and as long as the trailer was just not complete garbage, which it isn't. I'm, I'm. I was pumped. I, I that, literally the scene when even with the cheesy music, but when Godzilla climbs a car on the yes the, the carrier, freaking, yeah. the carrier, and they're no. like they you see him and they pan over to Kong about to punch him. It's yeah, like, it's dope, dude. Yeah, it's, it's good. <laughs> it's good. What stuff. about Kong running on the tops of buildings and then leaping? Yes, and then Godzilla firing a beam. Oh, that's shit. Kong is deflecting with the fucking axe. So that's great. fucking great. And then look at his face, and then the line cut over. Where she goes, Kong doesn't bow to anyone. I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, shit. This is going to be fucking great. It's great. Yeah. It's great. I mean, My favorite great. thing is like someone uh, like did like screen grabs of yeah. it with the, like the subtitles on. And and there's a, that moment where you see Kong's like face like doing that really mean, like, I'm going to kick your ass yeah. face. It's just the subtitle says hip hop music continues. <laughs> 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 hip hop music does continue. That's how you know what I the score is. Fucking amazing. I mean, pe- people, you know, you, you got You can't forget that the original King Kong versus Godzilla. I mean, you had Kong throwing rocks at Godzilla, stuffing a tree down his mouth. Like this isn't exactly like the most hallowed ground that they're retreading. Yeah, they're not like remaking fucking. It's already an improvement from what you said. Citizen Kane or anything. Yeah, like I'm, yeah. I'm going to watch that 1962 one before watch this. Watch it. Just oh, uh, it's a fucking. It's a scream, but yeah. like it's so bad. Like. I mean, it's just like, I just feel like it's such hypocrisy. Like, dude, these movies are bad. Like, they're all fucking bad. They're all bad. <laughs> a lot of them are bad. I like that. That's what I like about them. They're fucking bad movies, but like, whatever. I'm, I'm wondering if there'll be any Easter eggs to the not, 62 they're not, movie. They're like, they're like we, were, we reviewed Godzilla vs. Adora. I mean, that's, yes. if you compare that to any film, that's awfully edited. Terrible, yeah. like, terrible acting. Like, it's one of the worst movies you'll ever see. Like, you, they, these aren't. These aren't the best films ever. The, the fact the fact that we're getting this, they're taking this I want it seriously. to be better. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I yeah. want it to be better. Yeah. But for the fact that we're getting this and there's like kind of like real money and like real acting and like real thought behind some of this stuff. Granted, the execution isn't always great. It's like we've been dealing with like we've been getting fed shit for a while. Yeah. Like, come on. Guys. I mean, like, like uh, with the exception of the 19 like 80s, early 90s, like Heisei films. Like they didn't even make an effort to try and make it build a universe. <laughs> no, they just no. threw just new shit and they just started over. They had new costumes. Like they had no, I didn't want to have continuity at all. They were just like, fuck it. It's like, we're just, all right, this shit doesn't matter anymore. We're just going to do this. Like they didn't even really make a conscious effort to make a continued universe, mm-hmm. world building, all of that stuff. It's like all of that is put on by the fans, like all of the fans that mm. love it make it try and fit it together to make it good so it's just like 
And they do sometimes. And that's what the great things about fandom is. Sometimes fandom can do better things than the actual and imagine it better than the people who actually make it sometimes. But that's only sometimes. And it has to be something that's so bad that you can do that. Because, <laughs> like, I mean, I mean, uh, if it's something's already good, then the fans, like, if something's done by, done by a genius writer, then the fans should shut the fuck up. <laughs> Let but if something things. that's kind of like yeah. haphazard, yeah. and you, you know. Maybe you want to listen to the fans. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I think it looks amazing. Hopefully, they don't to show everything. They didn't just show everything in the fucking trailer. They might have. Oh god, that's <laughs> the one thing I'm afraid of. And like, <laughs> they, don't, do they even need to put out another one? It's coming out in two months. Uh, I think that's why they might have blown their load. Is they they now only have a two month turnaround. Yeah, they got to show show you everything before the fucking movie comes out. Well, I think that's is good because this thing's been trending. People are talking about yeah. it. There's yeah. YouTube videos coming out the wazoo. A lot of discussion. I mean, so everybody's talking about Jeremy Johns. I don't know if Stuckman's done it, but uh, Grace Randolph has done something on it. Like two days IGN on it. did a review. I IG, saw. Yeah. So like everybody's covering it. It's, oh, it's, it's Yeah. It's new fun stuff. Listener, you could tell us what you think. Join our Facebook group. It's called Jock and Nerd Nation. Leave any uh, comments, thoughts. That's where we can talk spoiler stuff about WandaVision. It's a closed group just for you. One more thought on that, actually. Yeah. It just came to mind. And this isn't something I thought of until just now. Yeah. And I wouldn't have put this, I wouldn't have thought this way last week, but maybe, just uh, maybe, uh-huh. this is, because this isn't coming into theaters and the fact that it's, like, I'd, I'd definitely want to see these characters on the big screen for sure. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But maybe the fact that it's coming out relatively early in March during COVID times, maybe it'll do even, like, better. Like, it, maybe more possible. people will see it. Maybe more people are going to be pining to see something. And Jesus Christ, it, it's Kong versus Godzilla. Yeah. Maybe like, people will go and watch the other ones now. Yeah. like So maybe this will like end up really doing well with fans. And this is like, I I didn't have anything. I haven't done anything since March, like since last March. I'm in my home in March. And Godzilla and King Kong are throwing down. Fuck it. I'm going to watch this shit. It's only on for a month, like the Wonder Woman deal. And I think a lot of people check that movie out who maybe wouldn't have because it was right there. I agree. These are two big iconic names. And if Trolls World Tour can do well. Yeah, if Trolls well. can fucking do it, why <laughs> wouldn't you? How could you not want to click on something that says King Kong versus Godzilla? Just with the track record and the way that things have gone, uh, you know, Murphy's Law, we're, the day after it comes out, we're all going to be all pissed off. Yeah, we're going <laughs> sure. yeah, we're, we're to hate And we're going to be fucking so miserable. But, like, I like to want to live in this moment just Definitely. now. Let me just fucking have this moment. That's what'll kill the buzz of the movie is once everybody just <laughs> starts talking about it. Like, but it's I already know what I'm gonna what's gonna happen. Yeah. We already know we've been there before. Mecha Godzilla. So it's coming. <laughs> uh let's move on. I got a clip from another thing also dropping on the same day, March twenty-sixth, this time over on Amazon. Amazon Prime Video. It is the uh animated adult adaptation of Robert Kirkman's comic book, Invincible, also with an all-star voice cast. And they just put out a first clip. Did you guys get a chance to yeah, watch? Yeah, it's cool. The I clip, uh, Rugs, tell I me. I didn't know what the hell I watched, but okay. go ahead. So the clip is interesting because it's kind of like a wholesome moment of a father and son of, you know, super-powered Superman playing catch around the globe in the sky. But yeah. I, apparently, Rugs, am I right in saying... This is uh, it's it seems to be like a family show, and it's not gonna be a family no, show. No, I no apparently way. it's very violent, very adult. Uh, it, first of all, Invincible uh, is super gory. Oh, yeah, right. right. It's a weird clip they showed. This clean, wholesome family mm, clip that, that seemed like a Superman. Yeah, he 
they fuck shit up. That's what they're doing on purpose, right. I think. They're yeah. fucking, they fuck shit up. There's like blood everywhere. Oh, shit, like the boys. All the time. Oh, it's like, it's, it's like fucking on another level and violence, um, which is great. Uh, and then there's a lot of twists and turns in there. There's a lot of fucking aliens and shit. You I'm hyped see a for lot this. Of fucked up shit. Yeah. This is a TV show. This is an eight episode Amazon Prime mm. TV animated show. show. Yeah. Animated, <laughs> uh, featuring you heard as the lead guy Mark Grayson. You heard that's Stephen Yoon, and uh, and obviously J.K. Simmons as his father. I was like, there's no mistaking. I was like, it's fucking that's Stephen Yoon playing the white white yes. superhero. Nice. Stephen Yoon playing J.K. Simmons's white son superhero. <laughs> And J.K. Simmons' character, Omni-Man. And you got Sandra Oh, Seth Rogen, Zazie Beetz, Mark Hamill, Walt Goggins, Jason Medzukis, uh, and Jillian Jacobs, Zachary Kinto. Lots of... Uh, wow, that's a good cast. Yeah, lots yeah. of fun voice talent. Uh, also, March 26th, there'll be a lot, I guess. And then Amazon does weekly release, or they drop it all at once. I don't remember. I think well, The Boys was weekly, so oh, they did a couple yes. of the start and then weekly. After. This could be like, you know, your the last great adult animated cartoon totally underrated i'm gonna shout it out again it's the fucking harley quinn show on hbo max fantastic <laughs> it's very good i'm looking forward to something like that you know to watch again uh yeah i just think it was funny how it's like so wholesome and i it's not gonna be wholesome oh no it's not <laughs> uh and then finally i got two stories that are kind of connected uh you know we talk about how disney has marvel and star wars and their franchises are exploding uh, meanwhile, uh, look, Amazon's trying to start stuff with Lord of the Rings. Uh, HBO Max also wanting to get in the game. Anthony, this goes back to like your, what is HBO Max's identity, right? We know what Disney Plus identity is. I feel like HBO Max, with this announcement that they are reportedly in early development for a Harry Potter live action series, HBO Max is now trying to uh, MCU some of their IP uh, mm-hmm. To get things going. And Jess Rivera actually posted this asking Floppy Jock. Floppy Jock. Geek Boner. Or Geek Boner. Um, uh, let me ask you guys, because I think everyone knows my opinions on the Harry Potter, which is I liked it the first time I read it when it was called the X-Men. Oh, shit. Didn't, but didn't you say the same thing with Lord uh, of the Rings? Well, it was just I men did. walking around I for did. two hours. I did. And, and, then, then, and then we and reviewed did. it and you said it was the greatest thing. And you've ever I'll probably have to eat my words again. But hey. <laughs> I just wanted to give you shit. There won't be a podcast if I don't say ridiculous <laughs> shit like that. What do you think? Do you think uh, HBO can? Uh, I mean, do something fact, with Harry Potter. I mean, it's dude. Harry Potter is fucking popular. I don't like it. It doesn't do anything for me. But that's because like I feel like it's like a milk down or watered down version, milk toast version. I said milk down, milk down, water down, water down version <laughs> of. Of like what we read in comics all the time, yeah. like you know, angsty teenagers with powers, yeah, with you know whatever, and I, you know, it's just like eh, it's, it's all got, right. It's got a huge fan base that now they have grown up and they can pay for HBO Max, you know, to follow right. along whatever universe uh, they're building. Right. It's it's got a huge following. And I can tell you the amount of people that I know that love that shit, but they don't read comics. So that I'm like, oh, cause, <laughs> of course you love that because you never read comics before. That That's their comic books. You know, a lot of people's entry to like fantasy is Harry Potter. So I'm like, cool with that. Whatever. Uh, I'm Floppy Jock. on <laughs> Harry floppy Potter. I've Jock. never gotten into Harry Potter. I watched one movie. I think I watched the sixth one yeah. in theaters. Yeah. 
dry. He just came in. I said, this is the worst no thing ever. No lube even? Jeez. Yeah, just, just straight up. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was raw. He just shoved um, it in there raw. God. Yeah. Harry was not ah. kind. Ah. Uh, let me tell you. But... Um, no, I didn't like it. Sorry, <laughs> I've never, I've, I've never gotten into it. I know that HBO Max, and you, you, we can tie it into the other one, is yes. looking for something like something similar to like a Marvel or Star Wars, where they have an IP that they can build off of. Amazon's doing it with Lord of the Rings. They're looking at Game of Thrones and uh, Harry Potter as things. Uh, the issue, not the this thing they have to figure out is both of those IPs were built around. One one person, right? Yes, one creep. K.K. Rowling, yep. George R.R. R. Martin. Yep. Star Wars, although George Lucas's baby, he's hoard that out for years, yep. right? Like yeah. there's Clone Wars. There's all sorts of different like things that you can find. He other people it like. out. Yeah. Yes. Right. And Marvel, millions of different writers, right? Yeah. Not millions, yeah. but you know what I'm Collaborative saying. Collaborative so effort, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So like they, HBO Max is going to, it's, it's going to be tricky for them to figure out how to do their offshoots with without pissing off the fans and still keep staying loyal to the one artist and that created all waiting of it. for George R. R. Martin to write anything, you know? Yeah. That's yeah. the problem. So this article you sent from Ringer was very interesting because it tied into this Harry Potter thing. And both of these IPs are are they they've been dormant for a few years. They were both the biggest fucking things at the time, right? Should be a no-brainer. But Game of Thrones, especially, uh, you know, when this prequel eventually comes out, it'll be three years after the show has ended. And whether that's enough time for people to forget how disappointed they were in season eight or uh, it's enough time to build buzz. But again. I mean, if you if if they fuck up uh, Star Wars and they can get back with Mandalorian. Yes, this could happen, too. But can it if the, the again, just like this article mentions, you are hampered by the speed at which George R. R. Martin can do things he's not the i would think he would open this up and let people play in his world like what we really want to know is maybe what happens after season eight of game of thrones which you know he's never written anything about or what but why not spin it off that way instead of prequels do you think he should let go of his baby he's never gonna finish writing these books how old is he and he's got I mean, like there's a chance that he could there's a chance that he could fit uh, finish them but like you can always groom someone to finish them there's a bunch of like uh people who loved or, that are writers that yeah, love yeah. uh game of thrones that the are world is big huge. fans yeah he could always like hand it off hand off the baton to someone else and that you know give him notes on what he's supposed to do and i'm sure that a writer would love to do it um, oh, there, there's tons of writers that wanna i think someone did that with the wheel of time uh um I think that they they handed it off writers at some point, and someone re, re, continued it. So, um, or something. I'm at, some somebody has to do with the Wheel of Time. I think either the writer of Wheel of Time. Anyway, uh, Wheel of Time is another like uh, Game of Thrones type thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, I think some. I think that uh, the we we talked about. I think HBO might have that too, or Netflix might have it. I don't know who has Wheel of Time, but I don't uh, remember. Um, but Walking Dead is another example of Walking a, Dead is another one an too. IP where. Kirkman's not making Walking Dead comics anymore, and now this thing has spiraled into a huge, massive franchise. It's AMC's little yeah, that's it's thing. It's the thing that's paying the bills. Three well, different shows. There's a, a quote at the end um, that I thought was was really that just kind of encompasses where Game of Thrones is going and how it's going to basically enter the the game. And it's already here, but it's going to enter the the universe game. Yeah. Um, 
the quote goes, or the, the line is, but the scope of Martin's imagination and the money-minting success of other universes and multiverses make it a matter of time until the offshoots of Thrones enters TV's fighting pit. As Martin wrote in 2019, if television has room enough for multiple CSI, Chicago shows, well, Westeros and Essos are a lot bigger with thousands of years of history and enough tales and legends and characters for a dozen shows. Wow. How long is this going to take to fucking write, though? Uh, I like the beginning of the article. Remember back in 2019 when Avengers Endgame was coming out, Star Wars Rise of Skywalker came out. Actually, remember it was Endgame and the final episode of Game of Thrones on the same fucking weekend almost? Yeah. I know. That was crazy. crazy. That, that was no, so was much fun. Endgame and the... Um, it wasn't the final episode. It was the the Battle of Winterfell. Oh both yeah, yeah. Came out the same week. Oh, and that, oh, that's right. That was a, that was a crazy weekend. It's never gonna happen again. So I mean, if you wait, take your time, be patient. You should be rewarded with some good fucking Game of Thrones and some good Harry Potter shit. The the thing is, like they and I'm sure there's artists that will be able to, uh, or writers that will be able to do do something well, but. HBO so far doesn't have the greatest track record of doing stuff without Martin's yeah, yeah. writing. And from what I gathered in the article, they're still kind of like tiptoeing around things with Martin. Like they don't want to do the sequels because he hasn't written anything and he wasn't all that impressed with what they came up with. Yeah, they've, they've scrapped a bunch of them. Yeah, you know, he so didn't that's like why it. they're sticking to the kind of the prequel stuff. Yeah, but the prequels are, you know, how is that? Is it exciting? I guess. Uh, I just think if they think... The biggest problem with the Game of Thrones ending was that it was so rushed. Yeah. I don't think it was that whatever the outcome was was that heinous. It was just like it didn't have enough time to develop properly these storylines and to to make them believable and to get people to kind of be on board with them. So it's not 100% the fault of like the what they decided to do with the story. It's just how they handled it. So if they go in and they know that they're going to space this thing out and do what is necessary to not rush things and fucking rush to an end to end something. Um, I think that they could do something great. It's just um, they have to think have they have to have like an idea of where they want to be. They have to have a plan and they have to stick to it. Martin Martin's the guy who's going to come up with the plan. I want to see what happens to Jon Snow afterwards and some of the characters you know, post what we saw in season eight, but uh, look, eh. I mean, with with uh, Harry Potter, they did like fucking eight movies because they had to fucking finish the story and tell the story. They 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 didn't just try they didn't and rush sandwich it. in three movies. So you have to like you have to give it what it needs to tell the story. So I think that it's I don't care about the writers or who's writing it or what it is. It's just that they can't just do what they did, which is fucking just end it because they need all these people are getting too expensive. And so we don't want to pay anyone, so we just got to fucking end this shit in six episodes. Fuck you all. Like, they should have went They, they should have went the full fucking season, they, and they didn't even do that. Yo, what if they just redo season eight? Just put, put money, but like, no, we're going like, to redo it ten episodes. But like, I think, I think it's ridiculous oh, for these people shit. who are writing these articles to not mention that, to just think that, oh, they just fucked up. Be- no, they fucked it up for, like, other reasons, like, besides writing, like... It was it was it's it was a thing where they could have spent the money to go and develop it, and they chose not to. But HBO knows they're sitting on two massive universe franchise here with both of these Harry Potter and Game of Thrones. So they're sitting on it. They just they they want to 
They want to get this out sooner rather Their than Their hands later are kind of tied is the problem on two of these big franchises. Well, well not it's just they got to they they need something to like prop up HBO yeah, like they can yeah. Right now they they're relying on the movie. That's why the movies they decided to do same day and day and date release with the movies on HBO Max. You know, eventually if the D, you know the the DC plan for what they're doing with the spin-off shows of Batman and the Peacemaker like but that's like way down the line but that would also be something well that just be- think yep. about this as far as hbo and genre yeah okay hbo has always done these like gritty shows and game of thrones was was their really big budget show that had a, an effects budget and everything i mean but before that they didn't really have as big of a of a show so now they dip their toe in watchmen they're doing this and they're doing uh lovecraft country yep, and stuff yep, like yep, that yep. that has some effects and they're doing more like they're doing more genre stuff, but they don't have like that IP that's like universal, like Star Wars, like every, like every, it's part of everyone's childhood. You know, like they need to, they want something like that. So that's the other difference between the the Thrones and Potter and Star Wars and Marvel is Star Wars and Marvel have you know forty to sixty years of uh, run up and fan time and stories, and these things are a little bit newer. I think Harry Potter's a, a player. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. But I mean, I'm not excited about it. You're not excited about it, nope. but we're like in the minority. Yes, here. we like, are. There's a <laughs> lot of people who fucking love that they, shit. Yeah. Love Pokemon. OK, uh, we're going to take a quick break before we do. Listener, if you want some nice, lovely, soft poly blend T-shirts with our new Jock and Nerd logo, or if you need some more masks to accessorize your your outfits going out in the world, uh, visit our shop, jockandnerd.com slash shop. You can get the new logo. You can get the old logo. You could be a vintage hipster and be like, no, nah, I only wear the old Jock and Nerd logo. Fuck this new logo. I'm old school. Or you could be, I'm an early adopter of the new fresh look, which people seem to like. What am I talking about? I don't know. Just buy a t-shirt, jockandnerd.com slash shop. We'll be right back after this to discuss WandaVision episode three. After these messages, we'll be right back. Do you like superheroes? Do you like movies, television, and comic books? Do you like movies, television, and comic books about superheroes? Then you'll love Podcapers, the official podcast of a place to hang your cape.com. Featuring me, Scott James Merridue, we will be talking about a variety of geek and nerdy issues. Like, is Marvel better than DC? What's going on with the X-Men film franchise? And is Disney evil? Yes. Yes, it is. It's pure evil. Don't support them. They're terrible. I'm getting ahead of myself because we will be joined each week by a rotating panel of guests who will attempt to rein me in. Don't you worry. It's not just going to be one guy ranting for hours and hours and hours. I've been told I'm not allowed to do that. By this guy, in fact, David Moloski, the editor and creator of A Place to Hang Your Cape. Hi, guys. Scott's holding me in a room and making me listen to his rants. Please listen to the podcast. He says it's the only way he'll let me leave. Oh, David. (laughs) You will never be allowed to leave. You will listen to me for all eternity, as will all of you who listen to the podcast. So please check out Podcapers, the official podcast of A Place to Hang Your Cape, where superheroes go to relax, but I never do. My name's Donnie, and I host the Adulting with Donnie podcast. I started the show as a way to offload some of my thoughts every week, and I quickly found out that I wasn't really alone in those thoughts, and I was connecting with other people 
who kind of felt the same way as me. So join me each week as I pour some whiskey and offload some thoughts about news, entertainment, politics, just whatever might come to my head during the week. So that's the Adulting with Donnie podcast, and you can find it anywhere that awful podcasts are served and also great podcasts. Listener, if you've been enjoying the show for any amount of time, whether it's three seconds or like five years, uh, join our fan club. Visit jockandnerd.com slash Patreon. It is a way for you to uh, give back the value you get from us making you laugh and taking your mind off the real crazy fucking world out the window there. You don't want to go out there. It's not fun. Uh, <laughs> it's snowing out there right now. Visit If you sign up for as little as $3 a month, you get bonus content and early access to the shows and you help the show keep going. You help us keep making producing the show every week. Uh, since it was such a quick turnaround, we didn't really do anything extra this week. I said I was going to do a thing, and I didn't. There's no time. But now we are in the We're Wednesday resetting cycle. The timeline. Yes, we are resetting the timeline with the fucking time stone. So uh, jockandnerd.com slash Patreon. Check it out right now. Jockandnerd. Uh, let's get to WandaVision episode three. Uh, which you will now get to hear our thoughts, listener, before the next fucking episode comes out. Oh, shit. This is amazing. <laughs> weird it's how, like we almost care about our fans. It's weird how time works. Uh, episode three is called Now in Color. I hope you watched it because we're going to spoil it. And here's your spoiler alert. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? Prepare to be spoiled. The show wow. created and written by Jack Schaefer and directed by Matt Shankman. Jack Schaefer, she also wrote Black Widow. Geek boner. So hmm. get a taste of uh, her writing style. But this, I listened to an interview with her on the Hollywood Reporter TV podcast. This is the first like TV show she's done, but she's treating it like an MCU feature. Last week, we mentioned after the first two episodes, WandaVision on Rotten Tomatoes was sitting at 97%, which was the highest rated MCU thing on the uh, Rotten Tomatoes. After three episodes, it has dropped to be tied at number two. Oh, shit. The second highest rated thing. It's at 94% now. So Black Panther's 96. It is tied with Avengers Endgame. Whatever. For whatever that's worth. Uh, this week, you guys, we're in the 70s. And uh, babies. We get two babies very quickly is what happens. Rugs, I'm going to start with you. This not me, me. Yes, because this, this episode again, uh, it's going to be fun to talk about. I couldn't wait to talk about this, just like the first two. But did you think it was a little more enjoyable to watch this time? Yes, I did. Oh, nice. It, what? Did. Why did it improve a little bit? What did you think? I think it's because everything that happened in the episode mattered. Yes. All right, I think the other ones, there was a lot of, like, stuff going on that really probably, maybe if it does matter, I don't give a fuck if it did. Like, right. like the dinner and the fucking miscommunication and the fucking the, the, the magic show. Like, none of that stuff mattered at the end of the day. Like, him getting gum in his system. Like, none of that shit mattered. Like, what matters is Wanda is doing something. She's creating a pocket dimension or whatever. Sword is somehow involved. That's the meat of the show. All right. So this kind of uh, false reality that she has is entertaining. But when things don't really matter, I feel like I'm sitting there spinning my wheels. So, so here, everything that's happening is actually everything. Germane. 
Yeah. It really is. It, it starts to actually uh, feel like, okay, I'm finally going to be able to see what's going on here. There's she's having kids. She's affecting the world, like unbeknownst to her in a, in major ways that are very visible and tangible. Um, we're seeing people that, that come in from the outside world that she knows don't belong there. There's a bunch of players involved, a bunch of yeah, different it's just forces. A, the dynamics are yeah. completely, uh, more forgiving and and more compelling because everything that's happening is germane to the the plot moving forward. Anthony, what'd you think of the seventies vibe? And uh, was this uh, more give you more to chew on? Yeah, I mean, this is another episode I enjoyed. It, I liked the look. Like it definitely is Brady Bunch esque with the look and the the beginning is kind of Brady Brunch, Partridge Family with the graphics and all that. Yep. So I enjoyed still the attention to details still there. This show didn't really necessarily, this episode didn't necessarily need to be in the 70s. It right. was more just background for as Ruggs mentioned, a lot of the plot was more uh, substantial stuff that's actually moving things forward. Overall, I enjoyed it. I know a lot of my friends, the ones that were a little bit on the border were came around on this one. They're like, finally, like things are we're seeing what's going on. So you have the intrigue of the mystery at the end. Um, they do a really good job of changing like how things are shot whenever things get weird. Yeah, the tone switching of it, over yeah. and, like from the four three aspect ratio to sixteen nine. So like overall, I mean, it it got me. I was I was still entertained by the 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 background and the detail, but the plot is also entertaining and the, and the mystery behind it and. We're already kind of now like there are some theories coming out. Oh, there's lots of theories. I have there's theories. more theories coming out of this, but there's also like things that we can definitely take out. Like for instance, we thought this was all in Wanda's mind. Westview is actually a it's place. A we real know that. Place. Now. Yeah. So all those reveals at the end, and I were great. And the reason I I really enjoyed this ed- episode, it had a legit oh shit, oh shit moment for me where I said that out loud, and it was when after the twins are born, Wanda remembers she's a twin, and she goes, "I had a twin. His name is Pietro." And then Geraldine goes, "He was killed by Ultron, wasn't it?" I was like, "Oh, oh fuck, this shit is getting real." And the subtle uh, clues that maybe Wanda is turning a little bit evil, a little bit out of control, as uh, she has kind of a, a devilish grin at the end because she booted fucking Geraldine out of this reality, which that was crazy. And there's so many things I want to dive into. Let's start with the opening credits. Like you said, Anthony, definitely Brady Bunch, Partridge Family, Mary Tyler Moore, Little Three's Company with the bicycles and hexagons. More hexagons, always hexagons. Any theories about why hexagons? They're everywhere. Isn't that the shape of the stone that's on Vision? They're the shape of the stone. They're also the AIM logo logo. is a hexagon. There's an AIM logo. I I actually have to correct us, or correct me. I said AIM wasn't really involved in the Marvel Cinematic Universe up to this point, but Iron Man 3, I forget, AIM was was Killian's uh, group. Killian, that's who it was. I couldn't think of his name. But they're the, I believe they're the science division of Hydra in the comics. Yes, they were, they have a connection to Hydra. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, and then also Hex, Magic, and Witches, and the number six of the Hexagon, and 666 devil the uh if you notice the theme music there were so many clues in this episode that pointed to two to two things to twins in the song they go together one plus one is more than two he puts up two swings i loved all these little attentions to detail and the house was like 
a reverse Brady Bunch house, and Paul Bettany's hair and sideburns fucking fantastic. <laughs> Bravo. That was my favorite part of the, the 70s set. Uh, what about that doctor? His name is Dr. Nielsen. Like Nielsen ratings? Yeah, the Nielsen ratings. He does not think women are very smart. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> I enjoyed the line where he's like, he's comparing babies to fruit. Yes. And then and then as when he leaves, Paul Bettany goes, I'm looking forward to being a proud <laughs> papaya. papaya. Yeah. Oh, my God. You know like, what? Oh, my God. I got to tell you, I don't think. Uh, he's, I, he's hamming it up. He loves. He's loving. That's a great dad joke, and I've never heard anybody actually say that. Like. It sounds like something that would have been like a cliched dad joke, but I was like, wow, that's actually kind of clever. I don't think everybody's everybody. Papaya. <laughs> papaya, I'm proud. Papaya. <laughs> uh, and then I love all the weird bits of what was going on with Herb cutting through the wall and glitching out early on like he was a video game character. He was in cyberpunk. That's yes, the that was exactly. <laughs> so, Anthony, that what, that scene, that is what cyberpunk is like basically right now. No it's, wonder they had a recall. <laughs> yes, no wonder they refunded everybody's oh, fucking shit. money. But I was like, oh, that was fucking creepy. I was like, is it because Wanda is distracted and she can't? I don't know. There's a lot. There's yeah. a lot of stuff. I don't know. She she rewinds too. Okay, let's get to that part. She doesn't rewind it. She just she just like glitches it. Back. She didn't like what Vision was saying, and so she just reset the whole. Yeah, thing. yeah. Again, Vision is like questioning the reality, and she does like a horrible seventies jump cut edit. Fucking great. And I thought it was a glitch, and I, I rewind it. I was like, "What the fuck was that?" My well, Disney like, Plus. You could see you could see her reaction to two different situations, yeah. right? You have. Number one, you have uh, Monica Rambeau over there. I forgot what her name is in the in the Geraldine. show. Geraldine. Geraldine. Now she's an outsider that's now inserting herself into this uh, reality and you know shaking things up. And she doesn't rewind time there. She ejects her. Yeah, she just. But with Vision, her. yeah, I think Vision is a creation of her own reality, hmm. and so that's why she rewinds it because she has control over this creation that she's making, which is Vision. So, so Herb almost fucking told Vision what the fuck was up. Oh, shit. he was so close. He goes, she came here because we're all and I'm like, what? We're all what? Are they dead? Are they sleeping? Are they trapped? Uh, are they in a dream? So clearly Agnes wants Wanda there. Geraldine works for S.W.O.R.D. Whether she's gone rogue or she's on a mission, unclear, but she's trying to snap Wanda out of it. See, that's the thing. I think she's on a mission, but the way her line was delivered where she goes, you you know, he was killed by Ultron. It felt felt like she had been like stuck in Wanda's ideal life. And then when Wanda mentions she had a brother, it snaps her back into like, Wait a minute! Like I'm here for a reason, and right? Oh, like because she like she like becomes normal for a half a second, and then yeah. she says it, and then she snaps back, and she's like, "Oh no! Like let me hold to that baby! Like let me just take care of it." And it's like, "Wait, no! What? What did yeah. you just say? What did you just say?" And she's wearing the pendant with the sword logo. So uh, it seems like she, even if she's trying to infiltrate it, the 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 read I got is she got caught up too in, or maybe in what's she's going a because re- she's a real person. Mm. Oh, she can't control her to the degree as her own creation. What about so we know Westview is real. What uh, there's there's sword, there's Agnes, and then there's the townspeople who are seemingly trapped there and they they can't do anything. Well, it's weird. That's interesting too because they're. It seems like they're they all were suspicious of Geraldine. Yeah, they're all like whenever they're in front of Wanda, it sounds like it seems like they are either 
afraid of her yes oh, or like are all in on the mission to keep it going yes but then like they're also trying to clue in vision so it sounds like to me they're more afraid so this is very reminiscent it's a great nod to uh twilight zone and specifically there's an episode where this little, little kid. kid yes has the power and the simpsons have spoofed it this little kid has the power to do whatever and he's a shitty little kid and all the adults have to placate him and just smile and be nice otherwise he'll turn him into some monstrosity on a whim so yeah it feels Whoa, like a little, a little bit of that now that you remind me of that episode holy shit right that that's great make sense so wow. i love all these pulls that they they've done a lot of tv research again with the the set and you know the stained glass colors of the the window are colors of like the infinity stones like there's so many so many fucking little easter eggs it's amazing something i wanted to mention when she gets ejected geraldine I think it's important to note she still has her 70s clothes on. Right. Meaning whatever Wanda has creating exists outside of this bubble. The other thing I noticed was the bubble, the portal looked like the pixels in the end credits. You know, it was like TV pixels. And the other thing looked like she was kind of waking up, maybe. Like, are they, is everyone asleep, really? I don't know. But they're definitely... They're playing with some clues. I also love how it opened up. It was like four three, and then it opened up sixty nine when we got to the real world. Do you world. think any of the shield stuff uh, is at all involved? I think shield is done. No, I'm saying, does this any of the, cause the oh, shield, shield stuff, the show? Yeah, the shield, the TV show. Like, is that completely separate from the Marvel universe, or is there some kind of crossover? There is one reference, and it's in the commercial. Let's talk about the commercial. Uh, I think it's I think it's completely separate. I think it's separate and done. But the commercial this time uh, is a play on the Calgon soap commercial. Calgon, take me away. Same two people, only this time it's Hydra soak. Oh shit! <laughs> and they're saying things like escape. You know, when life gets crazy, escape. Uh, and the and, and the tagline is the goddess within, maybe hinting at Scarlet Witch's powers. Uh, but in uh, one of the last few episodes, uh, seasons of Shield, when he was in the framework, Coulson was like this conspiracy theorist guy, and he mentioned that Hydra was making a mind controlled soap that they were distributing to the country, and people would use it, and then they could control their mind. I would, I would not. I, it has nothing to do Shield. with it. No, yeah, I don't think it has anything to do. I, th- I think we're now, you know, we're with Sword, we're with uh, Hydra. Wasn't uh, there Tahiti though? What was that Tahiti? Well, Where Tahiti Coulson was the framework, which oh, is similar. To kind of what Wanda has created, uh, that's a, so that's another correlation. But I I think it's separate because yeah. I mean, it's not the even Shield, the same creative. People. Shield didn't even acknowledge the snap. No, right. no, it's different. It's a whole different thing. The the other thing I saw there was one. So she has the kids, yes. the twins, yes. Who talk about we know who are the twins in the comics? It is Wiccan and Speed, Tommy Wiccan and, and Billy, and that's their right. names. Right, right. But I, I've seen some stuff where. It sounds like maybe Agnes or the town is all like they want her to have kids. Yes, they're all because behind the, it. The, pri- the prior episode, the, they kept saying it's for the children. For the children. It's for the children. And then this one, they the you know the she speeds up and has two kids right away within like hours. Yes, it's amazing. And I feel like, and I think the neighbors might have been questioning why Geraldine was there because she's an outsider and they didn't want that to interfere with the baby but but the irony is geraldine actually delivers the goddamn the first baby anyways you know and she's there to help so she and she saw wanda do uh, crazy things happen also vision just uses his fucking powers in public which is weird and speed running 
I didn't know that was he could fly. So I think that's like a hint towards speed. One of the kids or Quicksilver or Pietro. You just fly. But but he ran. He ran in I this just, episode. Uh, they just do that when speed's born. He has something that ties it to yeah, vision. Yeah. So one has magic and one has speed. But I do think they're they're turning Wanda a little bit evil. Like you don't want to piss I, I would off. Like Wanda. To see, I would like to see Wanda by the end go full Daenerys Targaryen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> I feel like that's maybe where this may be setting up her just flipping. Yeah, the doc- we, we we haven't seen that yet, right? No, In the MCU, no. we haven't seen a hero become the villain. We've seen plenty of villains turn the other way. Yeah, that it's would be great. It's been done in the comics, though, with Wanda. Right, yeah. right. But I'd like, we haven't seen it yet. I think it'd be cool. Like, what if this was building to the fact that Doctor Strange and the Multiverse She's of Madness, the bad, the bad was, yeah, she was the oh, bad guy. I would be down with that. That would be fucking incredible. And I maybe Doctor Strange is involved in this still some, and maybe he's watching or he has some part, but I could totally see that, see it going that way. That'd be fantastic. Well, what do you think the, um, obviously, um, there's been some press events where you have uh, some of the other actors that are, have not been debuted yet right. in this show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And one is from Thor, right? Yeah. Cat Dennings, yeah. Yeah. And so what do you think that role is, like her role would be? They, Cat Dennings and Jimmy Woo, Randall Park, I believe both work with Sword. Sword, And yeah. they're just, they're going to be agents that are helping Sword. But... Again, there's Sword, there's Hydra, there's Agatha Harkness, and maybe Mephisto. There's the town people. There's all these things at play. So who wants to be? I feel like the the kids, when they steal her kids, is what's going to make her snap, ultimately. Um, I don't know, man. There's a tweet I saw, or something, yeah, on Twitter. Paul Bettany was quoted as saying, today, yeah. there's this thing that's being kept completely under wraps that happens, and I work with this actor that I've always wanted to work with. Huh. Okay. Also, yeah, they said that the next episode there's going to be like a big shift. So this is uh, this is also they only showed the first three to reviewers. So yeah, now everything's fresh and hopefully I'm you know that's going to start moving a little so bit quicker. Do you think that that's Benedict Cumberbitch? Oh shit! Oh well, I think, shit! I don't know if he actually was on set with Benedict Cumberbitch uh, during the Avengers: Infinity War Endgame. I don't know. My my friend was like. They're bringing Nicolas Cage back. A ghost Rider. It's, it's canon. <laughs> can't do it. Don't, don't do that. Like, no, please. He's going to be standing there pointing at everyone. Get over it's here. It's Nicolas Cage. Nick Cage. <laughs> I was thinking about how crazy it is that Paul Bettany as Jarvis started in the first fucking Iron Man movie in 2008. And look at where he is now. Like, what amazing uh, commitment and continuity they put towards making this character. Yeah, I mean, I think I feel like he was really trepidatious about doing a Marvel movie. He was, and now he's fucking all the way in. Now he's like, I should have done this shit fucking ten years ago. Get this payday. I thought when her water breaks and it started raining was kind of funny, but I was also like, ew, is that amniotic fluid falling from? Ew, (laughs) gross. (laughs) But it wasn't. It was just rain. Uh, I think maybe the people in the commercial are Wanda's parents, and as all the commercials have dealt with like a trauma. Right, she's mm. been. What about the, what about that that stork, yo? Oh, the stork, the stork came to life, and she couldn't get rid of it. No, and she and the stork brings the babies. I don't know what did you what Anthony? What did you think? Any any guesses about the stork? I thought it was just like a a funny little thing that was happening, um, but also adding to like just the creepy vibe of you got this damn stork walking around. <laughs> but she couldn't. There's red smoke. She couldn't. She yeah, make couldn't it disappear. Get rid of it. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot. I mean, 
they're definitely uh they're definitely sowing the seeds for like a, a reveal that hopefully can deliver. Um, I loved, you know, the the bit of her hiding her pregnancy, which is like a nod to every TV show sitcom that's had an actress that's been pregnant that had to hide it. You see it all the time. Lots more color red. Oh, another thing I love they did in the sitcom thing. Baby comes out. It's perfectly clean. I love it. That's fucking sitcom baby birth right there. Yeah, of course. It has to be. Sometimes the babies have hair. Sometimes they, yeah, they have a full like head a of full hair. full head. Yeah. Yeah. And they're, if, like, they're like six months old. Yeah, and if the show has no money, you don't even see the baby. The camera is just above it, and you just hear baby crying. You just hear crying. You see like a <laughs> shitty toy hand. That's it, you know. But the baby's always fucking clean. I think should be covered in fucking strawberry jam, whatever it's covered in. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? Uh, what else? Some other Easter eggs. I like when she had her first contraction. She goes, it feels fluttery. And the fucking butterflies come but to life. I, my theory is that this pregnancy, it, for her trying to actually create all of these things, vision, the town, the control, everything. And then not only that, but now generating these two children is taxing her powers. That's why we're seeing so much shit kind of come, go awry and people's pipes are breaking yeah. everywhere and hmm. the whole town because it's it's taxing her of all of her power. I also feel like the moment when like the lights went out might have been actually sword on the outside, like killing the power or something or reacting to an energy energy surge. Uh, but Possibly, yeah. she Her contractions caused havoc, magic havoc everywhere. She couldn't control it. Uh, that was interesting. Because she's not really having contractions. She's creating life, like, out of thin mm-hmm. air, you know? And I think that that's a very complicated thing to do with magic. We know we can do that. She did it with the butterflies, and she's now she's done it. with. And, again, I think Anthony mentioned this last week about the real story with these kids. Like, if you look it up, it's fucked up because they initially they were like, Stolen by Mephisto, and then they were on his arms. They were like absorbed, and the kids were weak puppets. They yeah. were like puppets on his arms, and then it was retcon to be so. The Thomas and Billy, this version is what happens after, where they're these are young Avengers. So I also think this could be setting up young Avengers. You can have Speed and Wiccan join Miss Marvel and Shuri and everybody else. Ant Man's kid, yes, yeah. Cassie Lang, uh, and everyone. Uh, couple- Kate Bishop. Oh, yeah, and you got Kate Bishop in the Hawkeye, which we'll get to meet you. There's your whole team right there. And then you got Miss Marvel. It's yeah. fucking done. Miss Marvel, yeah. yeah. I like Vision quoted Shakespeare and he, that line, all the world's a stage, all the men and women are merely players, pretty much stating what the world he's in. Uh, what else? Wanda's hair looked like Marsha Brady's hair. I thought that was a nice touch. Oh, the doctor said he's going to Bermuda, as in the Bermuda Triangle, as in the Devil's Triangle, as in a place where fucking weird shit happens, like where they are right now. So there's I feel like every every line everything meant something is, is something yeah yeah they they're like they're shoving in most like every everything nothing gets past this right these writers without them checking and going can we reference something can we can we tie it to something so I mean the as as we said last week the attention to detail is is off the charts on this it's so good and I can't wait till they get to the eighties Anthony and then the nineties. Uh, we'll, What's your favorite show from the eighties, Imran? Uh, maybe Perfect Strangers. <laughs> <laughs> this is just giving me like uh, Lost vibes. Yeah, you know, yeah. lots of Lost. A vibes. little bit. Yeah, it's not a, not in a bad way, in a good way. No, it's in a good way. Um, I mean, Lost was obviously more entertaining uh, and more like gripping, but like this is kind of getting to that level now. Now it's like I think the next few episodes are going to really 
ratcheted this up, like the mystery, the fucking guessing, and the fucking all the videos that are coming out that I'm watching. What the fuck did I just watch? Am I, um, did I watch it right? Do I have to watch it again? Gotta, Why does she have fish on her pants? Well, so that was the other thing. She tells a story about her boss. His name is Mr. Haddock, and she has fish on her pants. But maybe that's a story of her getting a promotion at, in S.W.O.R.D. in the real world. I don't know. Because she said, my pipes broke at my house. But then Agnes is like, she has no home, no family, no husband. I don't know, man. It's one of those things where, like, I'm enjoying it week by week, but it'll be one of those where in watching it or uh, reviewing it as a whole at the end might have even been the better move, even though we just, we're just trying to fill content. So who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, we're not going to be the ones to figure this shit out before everyone else. <laughs> no, we're, yeah, we're definitely going to be last. Imran's going to read it all to, to us. And then we'll, I mean, we're definitely like, we're we're like looking at just like one tree in the middle of the forest, yeah. and we're like, man, this tree's crazy. Yeah, and we're, we well, need to like back. They're up. gonna pull back slowly because, like, you know, this is not something that I'm dialed into that much. Because first of all, I have no idea what she's doing there and why this is happening. Did she wander into this town and then like like Agnes convinced her to take it over? And, and I think that that's everyone? that's what like for some reason always is the barrier. Like I'm always like. What the fuck is she doing there in the first place? And how did this happen? And why all of a sudden, how do we get from end, end game to this? Well, but here's the thing. This is how Vision can come back. She just created him in this reality. He's going to exist. Maybe if he walks out of this bubble, he'll still be Where alive. was she at the end of end game? Where, how, did, how do we leave her? She was on the river with Hawkeye. And uh, she, Hawkeye's oh, like, that's right. I wish they could be here. And she's like, they both know. Yeah. And she senses that. Black Widow and Vision knew that they won. Yeah. That's right. That was the last time we saw her in Endgame. Mm-hmm. So either she suffered trauma, and this is how she's she has suffered trauma. This is how she's coping. She definitely suffered a ton of trauma. Yeah, so this is how she's coping with the trauma, or someone has tricked her and manipulated her. I don't know. Or someone, yeah. It's Maybe it's, uh, now this is like a, uh, the um, the New Mutants thing, where the girl goes to sleep, and she has no idea that she's doing this. It's all her subconscious. Is oh, doing. no. We're going to get another giant bear? It's another bear. It's been a dream. <laughs> well, you know what? The Bob Newhart show did that. They might do something like that as a nod. Remember at the end of the like the nine-year run of the Bob Newhart show, he wakes up and the whole series was a dream. <laughs> and some people were annoyed. Some people yeah. were like, that's clever. Well, the good thing at least is in this one, we're still trying to figure it out. We're within the first maybe 20 minutes of New Mutants. We were like... Yeah, all that's happening because that girl's in the jail. Like yeah, all the yeah, scary shit. Yeah. And it was like, no, no, wait. Like I saw a, a pitch meeting from Scream and I was like, no, wait, wait. That that's the that is the reveal to the mystery, but don't act like you figured it out yet. No, no. You, you figured it out in the first 20 minutes. Yeah. No, no, no. It's, it's supposed to be a big reveal later. No, no. We, we figured it out. You done oh, fucked that up. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Good stuff. I can't wait till next week. Let's do some news from the nation. <laughs> It's time for news from the nation. It's time for news from the nation. (laughs) You don't know when the farts coming. Dang. You got to wait for it. It comes. Dang. (laughs) Yeah. Just like real farts. That's what happens. Not as trumpeting as the normal 
Thursday recording farts. Yeah, I think a Monday farts a whole different ball. <laughs> Monday night farts definitely smell and feel and taste different. I say taste. Never mind. Uh, we, Rex, last week, we, you know, we, last episode, we announced we're changing our schedule. And you were like, let us know what you think. We got some feedback from our listeners. Oh, shit. Jess Rivera commented on the Facebook page. The change is a great idea. New episodes are info with a fresh hot take. Hashtag I'm pumped. I'm pumped. Yeah, yeah me too. Me too. So we got one, one, uh, one approval. Paul Gunter commented, love the change. Can't wait for the new day to listen. Thank you all for the show. So enjoyable. That's two. And then on Twitter, Johnny Guns uh, sent us a tweet saying, thank you for the podcast schedule change. Now we can all drop news and dick jokes at the same time. Hashtag impeach Imran. <laughs> I, I, I got to give him props for using. We got to put you on trial for what? <laughs> Listen, that's our listener's most favorite hashtag to use. <laughs> I can I I show you the metrics. It's by far the mo- hashtag impeach Imran. It's definitely. Talking nerd. Really? They use that the most? <laughs> All you, the time. Did you try to incite an insurrection once everyone revealed that their favorite host wasn't you? I can't go a day without somebody just yelling impeach at me just randomly. Rigged election. <laughs> yeah, I tell you, it's quite the show is rigged. So, all right. So, uh, thank you. First of all, you guys, thanks for the feedback. I feel, it makes me feel a lot better. You know how I am. This whole thing is going to throw me into a tizzy. But this is wonderful. I can't wait to for our new uh, routine. Yeah, I mean, I feel good about it. I mean, it's weird to like start your week with a uh, uh, a show. Yeah, but I think uh, by the time people can listen to it, they'll at least not be a week behind it. yes <laughs> that's that's the main thing it's a little more relevant so they, yeah they can so they can walk into the office and have some fucking ideas that they can bullshit and sound like they know shit there you go because we did all the studying for them we gave them the cliff notes i did all the copy and pasting for <laughs> yeah, you Imran did all of the did all the work for you you copied and pasted and read it to you and read yeah. it i do a lot of things i'm not on reddit but i yeah, read and then it. you heard two asshole opinions on it on top of that <laughs> and there's and so the you're, show you're, you're ready for the week you can start your start your weekend early have a good hump day that's it for this episode you guys have got any uh unless you got anything else you want to discuss did i see anything did i watch anything oh i tried to watch that fucking new movie beyond the wire oh, yeah, you tr- you don't watch i heard it's bad it is like i was like like i like this is how i went it went like this all right, watch the first 15 minutes. This sucks. All right, I'll give it five more minutes. It still sucks. All right, Anthony Mackie's here. Okay, maybe I'll watch it a little bit more. Okay, he's going to do something cool. He never does anything cool. Oh, my All God. All right, that was it. <laughs> Why are you putting people through this? And you sat through the whole thing? No, I like, I, I got, I was like, wait, there's nothing, this is never going to pay off. Maybe it does because there is like CG, like robotic, like uh, cyber guys. Yeah, yeah. But, and they do shoot guns like RoboCop and shit. But like, sure. It's just for some reason didn't do anything for me. It was just like, I'm just like, okay, I guess. Floppy John. Look, you o- just outside the wire. I was just trying to look it up. Beyond the, out, wire, outside the, the wire. wire. Outside the On wire. On the wire. That's a different movie. The Wire. The Wire is an HBO TV show. I might go and just watch the last to see how it ends. I think you yeah. save people uh, like two hours of well, their we, life. We've, we've got a 37% on Rotten Tomatoes, Whoa. 4.8 average critic writing, so. Yeah, it's, this it is was... going great. Yes. <laughs> okay, yeah. pass on that one. Well, Netflix, so far, your first big movie every week uh, is a fucking bomb. Let's see what like, happens I, next week. I like actually, this is how fucking fun, how bad that movie was. I turned that off and watched Age of Ultron instead. 
You know what's interesting? Whoa. I think a lot of people, I saw a lot of people watching Age of Ultron again, some for the first time right after this episode. I, I It's amazing the well, way yeah. they can, they've made this open for uh, for a wide audience, really. Anybody can watch this and, and get stuff, but then if you want to find out more, you could easily, on the same thing you're watching, I'm sure it's suggested, watch Ultron now after this episode. Well, yeah, it's like you want to see the it's first brilliant. episode of Wanda, and she's like unrecognizable. Yeah, she's way. totally like, different. Yeah. Yeah. With an accent. How about that accent? Is it ever going to come back? Is it now just permanent American accent, I guess? I don't know. I mean, look, time has passed and she could have dropped the accent, but it should still be there a little bit. And, uh, you know, you should be able to notice a glint here and there, but it's fine. Whatever. I don't think it's coming back. I'd rather no accent than a bad one. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Because Natasha Romanoff is also Russian. Oh, yeah. She and, has no accent. And she has no accent at all. Not even close. Uh, I didn't have a chance to watch anything because we recorded like three fucking days ago. Yeah. I I intended to watch some stuff this weekend and... uh it didn't happen. All right. So instead, of, I watched him UFC. Oh, McGregor fought. McGregor yeah. got knocked the fuck out, did he? He got knocked out. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that kind of took up my time, and then I didn't really do anything else. I did a, a float tank. Oh, you did another those. float tank, man! I gotta do another one. I still I only like did the one. Fifteen of them. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow! You're really yeah. into this. Oh yeah, I do it monthly. I'm, nice. I'm doing yoga. It kind of does the same thing. Yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah, you swing her waist around. Yeah, I, swing I, just get dr- I just get passed out drunk. <laughs> <laughs> that also works. Same thing. <laughs> Listener, time for you to get passed out drunk. Uh, Rugs, where can they find you online? You can find me at Twitter at ReallyRugBoy. You can come by and say hello. Uh, visit the show notes, jockandnerd.com slash 366 for links to Rugboy's Twitter, everything we talked about, how to support the show, where to buy merch, how to subscribe, how to share, all that fun stuff. Tell a friend. Spread if you got family members watching WandaVision uh, and they don't mind a little swearing, text them this show. <laughs> we will be breaking it all down. <laughs> that laugh. You like uh. that laugh? It just comes out. I have made to do it. Uh, thanks for listening to the Chalk and Nerd podcast. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the Chalk. He's a nerd. Have a great rest of your week. We'll peep you next Wednesday. <laughs> it's hump day, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Tomorrow will be the beginning of your weekend. I'm very tired of the Tom Brady dick suck fest. Oh, oh. fucking dick. Well, it just happened again this week. Yeah. Dick suck fest back on.